Hi everyone and welcome to the Local Homeschoolers podcast, where you come for local resources and encouragement. I am your host, Autumn Frisbee. All right. Hi, everyone. We have Candace Leyenbauer back on the show today. For those who are new to the podcast, Candace has been on several times. She is a local homeschool mom and co-founder of Tapestry Academy in Boca Raton, Florida. She is also the founder of Microschool South Florida resource page. And um, that's for anyone looking for pods or microschools here in South Florida. I'm excited for her to share about her upcoming microschool showcase happening on Saturday, January 28th in Coconut Creek, Florida, at the Coconut Creek Recreation Center. So welcome back to the podcast, Candice. Hey, thank you, Autumn. Let's go ahead and dive right into your upcoming showcase. It looks like it will be a great family function, and it's free to attend. Can you tell the listeners more about what they can expect at the event? Sure. We are hosting a microschool showcase where we're going to have around 20 different microschools and uh, homeschool type friendly uh, booths, I guess you would say. They're going to talk about um, their programs. And then we'll also have a panel for parents and kids that are already involved with microschooling to answer any questions. And we have uh, partnered with the National School Choice Week, and they are super excited about the event. So Anyway, they are coming to support us in that event, and we're excited to be doing it. That's cool. So this is kind of like the second annual showcase. You did another one similar last year. Yeah, I guess you would say so. We did it. It was very similar when I was talking to National School Choice, and I said, hey, can we get on your page and you can tell about our program, (laughs) you know, like what we're doing? She was asking me all these questions about if we'd ever done it before. And I said, yes, actually. And here's what we did. So it was nice to have already had a a little start to it. Yeah. And had um, had one of these last year. So what sort of need do you hope that it provides families who are exploring non-traditional education in our community? I just kind of want to take the veil off of microschooling. I know that that word can be kind of scary to some people. They don't know what it is. And so I just wanted to say, hey, here's who we are. We're already here. We live among you. And um, come and see what this new way of schooling is all about. It. I've kind of noticed, too, that the word microschooling is unfamiliar to all kinds of people. And National School Choice had also said the same thing. They said, nobody knows Mm -hmm. really what that word means. So they're actually sending a film crew down to to, um, share our testimonies about microschooling with the country. I think that's really exciting. Yeah, that's really cool. Do you want to dive into kind of what the difference is between microschool and pod and kind of how those might differ? Um, so microschools are, they vary in size. So they have between about five students and up to maybe 150. And um, my microschool is really small. We have five to 10 kids. So I guess I could technically be considered a pod as well because I'm really, really tiny and I'm less uh, strict than like a traditional type school thing. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, because of their small sizes, micro schools can personalize in education a little bit more. Um, teachers act more as guides rather than lecturers. There's a lot more hands-on activities and it's based on um, projects. And um, anyway, we don't necessarily memorize things. We just dive in and explore. And the kids lead the way in a lot of the ways. 
Sometimes mm-hmm. with like micro schools, they are as- attached to a larger entity like Acton Academy or Prenda schools, or, you know, there's a myriad of them now, but that's not necessarily the case for everybody. So um, anyway, that would be a micro school. And then a learning pod is just uh, probably a little bit smaller and it can include professional educators, but it can also include volunteer parents, caregivers, or um, just anybody who wants to jump mm-hmm. in. And help. So let's go back to talk a little bit about some of the vendors and panel discussions that will be featured at the showcase. So I have a directory on the microschoolflorida.com website. And uh, I just reached out to whoever wanted to participate. And it looks like most of the ones that are in the Coconut Creek area are wanting to come, which is really exciting. So we have like Action Academy. Um, we stretch out to like Boca area, Be Ready Academy. And um, anyway, there's a bunch of them down in Fort Lauderdale. Compass Outreach. We've got Eye of a Scientist, which is down in Davie. She actually isn't a micro school, but she provides services for micro schools. Mm-hmm. So she goes all over. Um, we've got Surfskate Science, who does kind of the same thing. Flex Academy, Gen Saga Academy, Kind Academy. There's a bunch of them down there. So um, we also have Saints. So I figured it's um, celebrating choice of education mm-hmm. and homeschooling. Homeschooling fits in my idea of what microschoolsflorida.com uh, is. And so mm-hmm. I reached out to homeschools as well. Okay. That's great. So it can be anyone from Broward County and some included in Palm Beach County as well. Yes. We'll be there. Okay, great. So, and it looks like Innovative Educators Network and National Microschool Center are helping to coordinate the event. Can you talk a little bit about these organizations? Sure. So Innovative Educators Network is actually an organization that Tony from Surfskate Science put together. She does all of those really cool classes that the kids go surfing and do skateboarding, but um, she really wanted to just build a community and teach people how to find funding for micro schools and different things like that. So um, she's been doing a few meet up and greet activities down in like the Fort Lauderdale area. And I think I've been to maybe two or three of them. She works together with um, Shireen from Colossal Academy. And anyway, they're awesome people and they are all about sharing what they've learned so that they don't keep the information themselves. They want to share it with others. And so that's what that's all about. And then um, the National Microschool Center, I actually met through Shireen from Colossal Academy. And um, she said, you have to meet these people. And so I just Googled them. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I actually kind of like what they're talking about. And so we emailed back and forth a little bit. And it wasn't a high cost. And they do lots of things free to teach um, people who are learning how to do a micro school. Cause that's one of the things that I thought we get phone calls all the time because I started this directory on, Hey, how do I start a micro school? I want to do this, but I don't know really where to go or what to do. And they actually got grants and funding to help teach people how to do national micro school ideas. So they started theirs in Las Vegas and it was during the pandemic and they did them in community centers in like like low income areas, but anyway, it was very successful. And now they've got a national based program to help teach anybody. It doesn't matter what style or version of micro schooling you're doing; they're willing to help 
answer questions if you're lost. That's so cool. Yeah, I definitely think hitting that um, the funding for microschool and training on how to start one. Those are huge. I feel like we always um, get those questions on how to do it. Yeah. Well, I've seen lots of books and things out and I've seen different um, programs that have said, hey, we'll teach you how to do it. But there was always a huge fee that was attached onto it. That's such a valuable resource. So, um, And the event is also in conjunction with the National School Choice Week. Can you talk a little bit about mm -hmm. what that is and the goal of the school choice program? Sure. So National School Choice Week has actually been around for a really long time. I remember when I very first started homeschooling, um, I was part of Hope Homeschoolers. I don't know if anyone even remembers them, but um, it was a, a homeschooling group that met in like West Boca area. But they sent in, they got their little kit for National School Choice Week, and they were a bunch of yellow scarves. And we all went outside and we took a picture and we're like, yay, school choice. But the whole idea is you as parents get to choose what kind of education you want for your kids. So it doesn't matter if it's public school or charter school, private school, magnet school, district school, home schools, and now micro schools. It really doesn't matter. The idea is that we're celebrating the fact that we have a choice in the decision. So I think the stigma of non-traditional school is fading, and also the school choice is definitely the direction for families um, that they're searching for those opportunities in our community. Can you talk a little bit about, from your personal experience over the many years you've been homeschooling, um, how have you seen that community change as far as the stigma behind you know, alternative education for your family? In my journey, because I've been homeschooling since like 2004, when my, my oldest kid just barely graduated from college, I'm like, I can't believe that happened. But anyway, so back when she was a kindergartner and we were deciding what we were doing, I wasn't sure. I was, you know, questioning this, that, or the other. And I had people asking me all the time. But as soon as I gained more confidence in what I was doing and I felt like, hey, this is my decision my husband and I, we're doing this together, we're a team effort, we're doing this, then people didn't bug us at all. And so I just kind of feel like if you're leaving open wide areas for people to attack you, they will totally take advantage of that and attack you. But if you don't give them that option, then they just leave you alone and you can do whatever you want. Yeah. And now even more today, there's so many options to choose from. And in South Florida, there's so many options for alternative education that it doesn't seem as different as maybe when you first began. I was lucky, though. My, my mother-in-law, she really was a proponent of homeschooling. Like She was an educator, and she never did homeschool her kids. However, she wrote, I think, two books on why people should either leave public school or homeschool. So she was really outspoken about you can do a, a better job than what's going on here. And so I, of course, was scared of her books when we first got married because I didn't have any kids. <laughs> and I was like, we are never homeschooling. That's weird. But then, you know, as time moves on, you suddenly think, hey, actually what they're saying is something really important. And then um, we decided to do that ourselves. But I was really lucky that I had that role model to just kind of support. It's changed a lot over the years and it was hard to find programs that fit my kids. For a period of time though, I I, I don't remember if you've ever heard the story or not, but I went through home, a homeschool burnout about 10 years in and I, I have a big family, so I have six kids. So I still had more kids that I needed to figure out what to do with. 
but um, I wasn't sure what path to go. And I think that if these models of like homeschool drop-off programs or micro schools or pods were available back when I was having my crisis moment of, I don't want to do this anymore. I need to like find something different. It would have been a lot easier transition. Anyway, I sure would have loved to have another option back when we were looking at different choices back then. So I feel like it's kind of softening the blow a little bit and um, giving more options. If you don't fit the mold, you don't have to go create your own mold. You can shop around and find something that fits your family better. So as I mentioned in the opening, you developed the Microschool South Florida website. Can you give us updates on how that directory and community has been growing? I think we have about 100 microschools on our directory. We're like a few short, but I'm going to say, hey, we're almost at 100, which is kind of exciting. And then we have about 200 people that have just signed up on the website. So I think that's exciting. So like 50-50 are parents and then the other are educators that are kind of looking to find out what's going on in the micro school arena. And um, I'm hoping now I just got a, I received the Vela grant. So anyway, that was kind of an exciting thing. And with that, I said specifically that I wanted to help um, increase the directory. And so I'm hoping to expand to all of Florida because that's what our name is. At the time, I thought Microschool Florida sounds so much easier than microschoolsouthflorida.com. So <laughs> that's what I named the website. But um, it just seems kind of like a good idea to just branch out to all of Florida and just network and uh, build resources for community. Yeah. And like you were just talking about, if you would have had those resources when you, you know, reached your burnout, which we all go through. Um, you know, being able to provide that to our community is so nice and so refreshing. So um, I'm glad that you're able to do that and that it's um, that it's really kind of taken off and provided a home for those people. And so how can potential families get connected with you regarding the upcoming showcase and the Microschool Network? Do you want to provide those links and websites? So the website is www.microschoolflorida.com. And you can RSVP just saying you're coming. It will help us know like how to gauge how many people are coming. But we also have a Facebook group. We have a LinkedIn group. And we're also on YouTube where I've interviewed different uh, micro schools and such. I did that mostly the YouTube over the summer, but it's our intention to start doing it again. Okay, that's great. And I'll put links um, in the show notes for the episode. And um, so like we said, the event is free to attend. It is coming up on Saturday, January 28th, and it's going to be in Coconut Creek, Florida at the Coconut Creek Recreation Center. And um, what time does that begin? I forgot to mention that. It goes, yeah, it's, it's from 10 until 12. So it's not super long, but just long enough to get together and, and be excited about new opportunities. We're also doing something kind of fun. So if any of the homeschool kids want to get together and do this um, or micro school families, whatever, there's this school dance, national school choice dance that my kids, we've started to learn it because, hey, why not? And it's actually really fun. But we said, if anyone who wants to learn the dance on their own, come and perform it. We'll do it at 1130 um, right towards the end of it. But um it could be really fun. You know, you're always looking for a motivation to learn a new skill. So we're learning a new dance. Oh, that's fun. Okay. We'll have to check that out. Um, 
and then I always like to end kind of with a piece of advice. I know you've given some advice on the show before, but what would you say to a parent who's wondering if there is a better option than traditional public or private school and they're looking for alternative education? What would I say to a parent? At first, I was thinking if you build it, they will come. But I think that's what I would say to an educator uh, thinking, should I build a micro school? But to a parent, I would just say, you haven't seen all the options yet. So you may feel stuck as in what we're doing right now isn't working for my kid, but don't think that's your only choice. There are actually hundreds of choices available. You just need to start looking. Yeah. And I often hear people say, I just, I can't do it. I just don't feel like I'm capable to do it. So it is that just kind of getting started. Yeah. Well, I always say that about even homeschooling in general, the, it, it feels like you're walking out into darkness that you don't know what you're doing, but you just have to really take that first step. And then when you do, you'll realize it wasn't as dark as you thought it was. In fact, you can see, <laughs> you can see around and you can see other people who are also doing this that you never would have known unless you had taken that first step. That's great. And I feel like our community is so, is growing really fast um, as far as the homeschool community and micro school community. So it's an exciting time, I feel like, for Palm Beach County and South Florida for alternative education. So um, thank you for your time, Candice, and I'm glad that you're hosting this event and good luck with it. And um, let's have you back on the show sometime. Sounds great. Thanks, Autumn. Thank you for tuning in to the Local Homeschoolers podcast. If you would like to share your homeschool story or have a local Palm Beach County resource that you would like to share on the podcast, please reach out to us at localhomeschoolers.com.